Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and coaching business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I'm a digital nomad, passionate traveler, party animal, serial rambler, a big dreamer who thinks eating food is a hobby. My purpose is to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content as a strategy. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. I'm exhausted. I did that intro like four times because my voice was like all over the place. I just got back from an amazing 24 hours in Melbourne. To sum up, I went down for a 12.30 lunch. It was actually a 12 lunch, 12 o'clock lunch, and I read the meeting wrong. And anyway, I was over the other side of the city at 12 when the lunch started. It was fine. So this was a lunch with my old workplace, just as a bit of a work breakup to return the computer that I had before I leave for Sydney. Um... It was really nice to see everyone um, catch up and yeah, just, and we all haven't seen each other since March. So it was really, really nice um, and very grateful. I got a really nice, beautiful gift from everyone and a card. So that was, yeah, that was great. And then I headed to my apartment, um, Punt Hill in North, it's called Punt Hill North Bank. And I had this beautiful view of the city. Uh, and the river and Crown Casino and all that. And it was so cool because like, I just felt like I was a tourist in Melbourne. I felt like, oh, and even at night when I, I left the blinds up, which silly me, but it was nice because I got woken up at sunrise and it was just so beautiful. And it felt like I was in a different city. It didn't even feel like I was in Melbourne and I just felt like such a tourist. And it just gave me this really exciting feeling for when I start traveling and you know, it was just loved. I loved it. I loved it so much. And, you know, just laying in bed um, at nighttime with just the, the silence, but then the sound of the city, it was, yeah, it was really nice. Um, and then I met Ruby, my coach for drinks. Um, we've finished up coaching for now, but it was just so nice to just hang out with her as a friend, have drinks, talk about life. You know, it was just, I loved it so much. And it's so funny because like, Two years ago, if you had told me I would be having drinks with someone that I binged listened to um, with their podcast and I was just totally and utterly obsessed with all things that Ruby was doing, if you had told me that in, yeah, two years' time, I would, well, 12 months' time I'd be working with her and two years' time I would be having drinks with her in Melbourne, I would have laughed. And, you know, that's just such, it's just such a powerful thing when you start something and you have a belief in it. And I always believed that I would be on her podcast. I wrote that down in my journal. And I always believed that, yeah, maybe one day I would meet her. Um, and yeah, it was just so amazing. So we did that. And then I had dinner with one of my friends from who I worked with and she's left the business as well. Uh, shout out to Christy. We had a really nice dinner. Um, and then we went and saw the Maya Christmas window, which if anyone isn't from Melbourne, Maya is like in or Australia. Australians will know what Maya is. It's like a department store, like a Macy's if you're in the States. And they do like a Christmas window, like Macy's do a Christmas window actually in New York. Um, I have seen the Christmas window in New York. Um, but because of COVID, they had to use all of the bits from like previous years and put it all together. And look, they did a great job, but some of the old, um, some of the little props were a bit sad. There was this reindeer that like had a sloped head and 
It was a bit – and there was a little doll that looked like she was going to kill someone. Um, but it was good. So we did that and then I caught up, just went to my old housemate's apartment just to have a drink, catch up with her and flopped into bed at like 11 p.m. and I was just exhausted. Um, and then I got up in the morning, did a bit of work and then headed for brunch with – Shannon, who is one of the Content Queen team members, we finally got to meet and that was really nice. And then I saw my nan and pop on the way home and now I'm recording this and I'm like, I am buggered, like absolutely shattered. And it's like Black Friday. So, oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, if you're listening to this on the Tuesday, my Black my Black Friday is finishing. Um, but the content boot camp that I was offering as part of Black Friday is still, like you can still buy the content templates. Prices just change. You can still buy it buy an entry to content bootcamp, which will start on December 9. Um, but it's just at a different price and different offerings. So uh, I will put the links in the show notes. I don't know if I'll have a page for the content templates ready yet, but if you do want access to them, um, I might just put the cart link so you can just buy them straight away. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know if I have a sales page ready. I don't want to promise that. So yeah, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, and now it's time to start packing for Sydney. Um, I'll be leaving on Saturday. So Saturday the 5th. Uh, so follow me on Insta, follow my journeys. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm traveling with a friend. Um, so yeah, it'll be good. It'll be, be lots of fun. Um, so let's get stuck in to the potty, the potty episode. It's all about, uh, you know, why creating content can actually build up your confidence rather than needing the confidence to build the content. And I really like this this concept and Vari, who is the guest today, uh, we had a chat about this because she started a blog which built her confidence up to start a business. And I really like this concept because I think you don't have to have a business ready to go now. If you just want to create content, the business will come when it's ready to come. And I think, you know, like Vari obviously wanted to start a business, a coaching business, but you know, really um, kicking off with a blog really helped her build confidence and audience. So, and this is what comes down to this level of personal branding that um, Leanne and I spoke about in episode 55, I think. Yep. Episode 55, you know, about building this brand. And even if you don't have a business as such in mind, like just having that thought process of I want to start a business, but maybe I'll start. And lots of the greats have done it, you know, started a, a social media channel or a YouTube or a blog. Like I started off in a blog, but it wasn't business related. And you just build that sense of confidence that you know you can show up online because it's that thing, you know, if you're showing up online from scratch and then you've also got a business that you need to sell things can be quite daunting. So if you start a personal brand first and then add the business element, you've already built up that confidence. So I really love this chat um, with Vari. Very, very timely, I think, especially heading into 2021. I know if some of you are listening and looking to start a business and you're like, oh, I don't know what that looks like yet. Just start a brand, start a personal brand, build from there. So Vari is a courage and career coach. She lives in Melbourne and is working with wonderful clients around the world. She loves helping and empowering other women. And that's why she chose to be a coach. She also loves nature, hiking, baking, musicals and curling up with a herbal tea and a good book. Vari is a Scottish Kiwi, a star baker, hiker, yodi, a 90s pop lover, and almond latte drinker. So Vari sees her big biggest dreams as gender equality, global leadership full of ambitious, empowered, and incredible women. And she believes that every woman knowing her worth 
and that she is enough and that she can achieve all of her dreams is just so, so important to her. Courage and career coaching is all about empowering and inspiring you to face, conquer, and smash success in challenging situations. So Vari and I have known each other for a little while now as part of our She Mentors group that we're we're part of. I had a mentoring session with her a few months back, and I loved chatting to her about her blog and building her confidence through her content. So let's chat to Vari. Okay. Thank you so much, Vari, for joining the show. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business? Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here. Uh, So I'm Vari. I'm a Scottish Kiwi living in Melbourne. Uh, I love to bake. I love a good musical and I love to spend time outdoors. That's me. Um, My business is courageandcareercoach.com and I'm all about empowering women who are ready for that new chapter in their career. So I work with clients on self-confidence, on their mindset and on the motivation to go and live their dream, whatever that is for them. I love that. And I love musical sound of music is definitely something you share a lot. And I am a very good sound of like, I love sound of music. It was like my, I remember my mum, my first stage show was a sound of music in Melbourne. So I love, I love musicals too. So love that. So I guess, um, you know, when, when we're chatting about this whole journey towards, you know, confidence, I guess courage comes in there as well. Can you just share a little bit more about your journey towards this, this concept of um, more confidence through, you know, content creating and, and those sorts of things? Definitely. So I think it all started for me uh, in 2019, so last year, and I went through a very sudden unexpected redundancy at work. And it really, it's not something anyone ever tells you about. It just kind of happens. You're like, oh my gosh, what is, what's going on? What does this mean? Um, And it really hit me. And I got into this space of it's my fault. I've done something wrong. Like I've failed. I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible, terrible leader. Um, And that was actually the first time that I um, found a coach. So that's my first coaching experience. And that was amazing because I think... The two things that really helped there was the first one is like, it is self-confidence. So it's you. It's not what anyone else thinks. It's not your job. It's not anyone else's expectations. It's like, are you in love with yourself and what you're doing? And that's isn't linked to your boss's opinion of you or your business success or any of that stuff. It's just, are you happy? Are you doing what you want to do? Um, and the other side of that was that my self-belief and self-confidence came out as quite low in my strengths profile, which I would say if you'd done it a few years ago, wouldn't have been that, but this had really hit me. And the question that my coach and I really worked on was, okay, so if you could do something today that was like 10% more confident than how you actually feel, what would that be? And it was these like baby steps of, okay, so I could do this. Like I could write this email, I could call this person, I could show up in this way. And just these little steps were amazing because you're like, oh, that worked and that feels really good. And I feel more confident. And it was just just like steps on this amazing journey. So that was what got me thinking about, I guess, my own confidence and really, really helped. And that helped me get a new role, get my first national role. It was all very exciting. And then 2020 happened. (laughs) 
that rule went through redundancy. But at that point, I was like, it's not me, especially this year. It's, it's COVID. <laughs> like, that's, that's not me. Um, and then I was like, okay, so this is great. And I had been thinking for a while, coaching was what I wanted to do. I'd done some training. I'd kind of done some thinking about it. So I was like, okay, let's go and do this then. And it was just a jump off of that little 10% step. So I was like, I feel really confident to do it. And let's go and make it happen. I love that. And I love, um, excuse me, how you went the, the two different redundancies and how you handled them. And I think what I love about that as well is when you were made redundant, you didn't just, you know, you know, you see on the movies, they, they, like they literally sit on the couch and eat junk food. You went and got a coach. Like that is a massive, you know, investment in yourself and financially and everything. And you, you did that. And that was obviously that step towards, okay, this is for me. And that's what I really love about that. And obviously why you now are so passionate about helping other women, because you've been through that journey. And I guess this whole concept of telling your story through your content to help not only, you know, help others, but to build your own confidence. I really want to tap into that because I know, you know, you've done so much content. I, you're everywhere, which is awesome. I love it so much. You know how much I love it. So how did, I, I just really want to talk about this concept of, you know, sharing that story or sharing your message and your passion and how that also built up your confidence. Obviously you, you had your coach help you and you did those little steps to build up, but then of course you've got this level of confidence that you've built from creating content. So I'd love to talk more about that as well. Definitely. And I think that is the huge difference between the two redundancies is that the first time I didn't even tell like my mum for like two or three days because I was like, oh, it's me and she's going to be really upset about it. Whereas the next time, as soon as I thought it would happen, I was like, oh my God, mum, this means I could have my own business. This is so exciting. She was like, wow, what a difference a year makes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The content. So I think for me, once you've taken that first step of sharing your story, um, which the big one for me was sharing that redundancy story and the steps that I took and what helped me in the hope that, especially this year when it's happened to a lot of people, it would help others. And it's just created this like amazing positive feedback loop for me where I had taken that step of thinking, okay, so I'm going to write this blog and I'm going to write about what helped me in my journey and some suggestions and it's a bit of entertainment, you know, it was, it was horrible and upsetting and hilarious at the same time. And lots of, lots of things happened in that space, but I wrote the blog. I got a couple of people on close to just to read it and to check it, etc. And then I shared it on, um, socials and just the response was amazing. Like people who I hadn't spoken to in months or years were like, this is brilliant. Well done. It's amazing. You're talking about it. More people should be doing this. Like, and also people messaging and being like, so like the second step, can you just talk to me about it? Cause I feel like that's where I am or, oh, coaching. Interesting. Like, how did you connect with the right coach? Like, how did you know this is for you? And I was like, oh, okay, this is making me feel even more confident. So I should be sharing more things like the journey of my career and stepping into leadership and start my own business and my own confidence journey. And it just created this like amazing thing where the more content I put out and the more I saw a reaction, the better I felt about it. And the more I put out there mm. and it's also it's a really active way and it's really interesting that I had this amazing experience last week where all the work I've been doing on like my dream client and who she is and what she'll be saying to me and all these things and I haven't ever 
put it out there publicly that I'm a massive Harry Potter fan and I want my clients to be Harry Potter fans because it gives you so much to talk about. And then on a confidence coaching call last week, we were doing a bit of inner critic work. And I said to her, so who is like, who's this negative voice in your head? She was like, it's Moaning Myrtle. And I could have screamed down the Zoom call because I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the moment I'd be manifesting where I've attracted the right people to me because I've put out this content. I'm feeling really confident about it. And like, it's getting me all the things I wanted. That's, I had goosebumps when you said that. That is, you know, that's incredible. And, you know, that's just that power of showing up as you and sharing your, your message and your journey. And I think what I really take from that as well is, your life is your content. And for people that are like, but what do I even create? It's your experiences. And I know the times where I've put out content, like these are my big dreams and I've just said them, you know, even Mm -hmm. if they were just, someone would be like, oh, Mariah, come on, that's never going to happen for you. People would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Dream bigger. Like, you know, I love that. And they get really inspired by you. And I think when we are creating content, I said this in my last podcast episode, it's, it's bigger than you as well. So when you're creating your news about your redundancy and yeah, it could be a bit of an ego hit for you, like, oh, telling people, obviously you've done the work. So that ego is gone. But for people that are like, but that's embarrassing. I don't want to share this journey, this journey, because it shows I've failed. When you put that vulnerability out there and you, you show people who you are and what's happened to you, people actually get inspired by you because obviously you create after there's that level of hindsight. So something as good has come out of it. So for you, those two redundancies, look where you are now. You've got your own business. You know, you're just absolutely killing it. You're creating content. You've got a blog. And I think when you have that hindsight and you talk about it in that way, people go, oh my God, I'm at this point. Like you said, I'm at that stage too. What's next? And I think when we go to share our story and we're like, oh, like, I don't know. It's like that level of stepping outside of that comfort zone, posting, and then it's like a catch 22. You need the confidence to post, but in order to get the, like to post, you need the confidence. So it's almost like taking that next step and then that confidence will build from there. And I think I love, um, you know, the fact that you started on a blog, I started my (laughs) blogging journey too. And and it is one of those things, you know, the first time you share it to your friends and family or anything, you're like, oh my God, they're going to just think, you know, what are they going to think? They're like, oh my God, what is she doing? Why is she sharing this sort of content? You know, this is personal, but that is just a reflection on them, not us, just as an FYI for everyone. But how did you start writing a blog? Like what, what got you into this, this mindset of, I want to start a blog and, and how did you, I guess, overcome that fear of, you know, posting your story? Definitely. So I've always loved writing and it's interesting looking back that as a teenager, you know, when we had like one desktop computer in the house and you had to dial up the internet and I'm showing my age now. Um, I got this program, (laughs) I got this program called creative writer that my parents bought me and I love to write stories and things. And then as life continued and I went to university and started working, that just stopped. And then in 2020, so before the redundancy, but when I just had a bit more time on my hands because 2020, (laughs) Yep. <laughs> lockdown. I think everyone knows what I mean. I was like, okay, so what can I do that I would really enjoy? Um, and that would help with things that I kind of want to do in my life. And I was thinking about uh, sharing my story and where I was going to do that. And actually there's a friend of mine that said, well, why don't you just do, do a blog, but set up your own website. And then if you do want to have your own business in the future, which we all know that you've been wanting for a while, like you could turn it into that. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. So I sat one night and it's funny that 
again, this is a bit of manifesting here, but I sat one night at our kitchen table where I'm sitting now, just being like, okay, what am I comfortable talking about? And I was like, okay, so my career in events, like I worked in a museum, I worked in a castle, I worked in the zoo, like loads of great stories. So let's just start that because it feels really good. And my partner was um, in the kitchen making a carrot cake and he never bakes. So this is like a big deal. Like I'm the baker. And then I was sitting, typing this, like setting up the blog website, typing out my first couple of stories. And he was making this cake and he was like, oh my God, one day you're going to like tell a story, like maybe on someone's podcast. And here I am. Oh my God. No way. That is insane. I've got goosebumps again. (laughs) I love that. I love that so much. So I guess, you know, starting this blog and continuing to write it, what was that? I guess I, and I love that your um, friend was like, it might be a business. So that is just perfect personal branding right there. Starting something. If you don't have a business idea or you don't want to start it yet, creating the content and then building your business from that. So when you first hit send or post and what, what did, what did you do next? Like what was those feelings and how did you, I guess, overcome imposter syndrome and, and all of those things from, from creating that blog? Definitely. So I think the first one I did was just like a, this is who I am. This is me. This is what I'm about. It's a bit of an intro. And then I wrote about my event career because when I'd spoken to friends about like the concept of what I wanted to put on the blog, they were like, Oh, do you remember this story? And this time this happened. And I was like, great, let's talk about these things. And the first couple I only kind of shared with friends and family. And they were like, this is amazing. This is what people need. And especially this year, like people need a bit of a laugh and an interesting story. Like that's what we've all been looking for. And I was like, okay, so if they like it, that's great. And then when I wrote the redundancy one and I put a lot of emotion into it, like it's not just a story, it's like how I felt. And even um, in there, it talks about the first time that I, told people about it and I spoke to my coach about it I couldn't say the word redundancy without crying like it was Mm. just this huge thing and I put all of this into it and then I shared it a little bit more widely with friends but using the guise of can you like check my grammar and like that it looks good on your device and things because I've only looked at it on my laptop and people were like this is brilliant like I know people that would um, be interested so I was like okay and I just thought because it's about redundancy I'll post it on my LinkedIn and I'll just see what happens. And I think I put it out there, um, put a little bit in the post and I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk away from this. But I know that if one person reads this and it helps them, that's amazing. Done. And then I came back and I was like, oh my gosh, like hundreds of people have seen this. So many people have said lovely things. People I weren't expecting to say, amazing. like people are resharing. And I was like, okay, so it's having an impact. And I knew even at that point that whatever my business was, it was going to be helping women in that career space. And I'd kind of done it with a blog. So I was like, great, let's keep doing this. Mm, I love that. And I think that's just obviously worked so well with your confidence and sharing that. And I think it's just such an important, you know, message for everyone listening is if you've got that story and you know, it's going to help people, even just writing it down to begin with filming that video, recording that podcast and just seeing what you can do with it, walking away, you know, that old throw your phone and just get it later, <laughs> like that, <laughs> when you send that message to someone or anything. And it, it, it comes back to that it's bigger than you. And I think that's where you obviously you send it to your friends, you're like, you know, check this, but they come back to you and said, people need this. And that's when you went to this, okay, it's bigger than me. 
And I think using this like form of accountability as such to continue to create content, it's like, it's not for me anymore. It's for mm. other people. So when people take a step back and say, well, the, the, the accountability I need is not, oh, I want to do it to build a business and grow. It, it's for other people. It's to share that message. So I guess, you know, from this first blog or this redundancy blog, how did that continue to, I guess, grow and build your confidence moving forward? So I think it was, it was the reaction, but it was also that feeling of like, I'd, I'd love to write and I just love to sit there. And if I've got extra time, it's just something I intuitively reach for a journal or reach for a notepad and write. And it just helped so much with, especially this year when there's been so much uncertainty, it was like a real sense of achievement and that I was helping and I was, I was doing something and I was being productive. And it also really helped me to know that I was kind of on the right path and I was out there helping people and it was it was building and also that people were messaging me being like hey remember when this happened please can you write about that because I'd love to laugh at it again but I think it would help other people as well and I'd be like oh I'd actually forgot about that story yes and that's all let's talk about that and it also I think it was that feeling of it's helping other people and it's bigger than me and it's also connecting with other people so there was so many things in it where people were like, oh, like this has happened to me or I feel the same or like, yes, this is the type of thing I would like to do. And then it just, so one of the things on my life goal list um, has always been to be called an inspiration. And people were like, you're inspiring me. This is inspirational. This is amazing. And I was like, ah, this is happening. And it also, it was, it's the blogs where I feel intuitively it's what I want to write about and I love getting it out and it kind of flows but get that response so I was like great that's the space I need to sit in Mm. absolutely I love that and I think sometimes we can get so caught up in what what am I going to create what what am I going to do how can I give the most value to my audience and sometimes the value is literally just sharing that story and sharing what what has happened to you and I think this is a really good reminder for everyone is when you are in a situation and if you journal or however you, you overcome it, just sort of thinking about how you could potentially help others. And it doesn't mean you have to record your whole life and show everyone your whole life. It's just thinking about those big moments and how that could help someone else. And then finding, I guess, that medium of sharing it, you know, it might not be blogs. It could be video or podcasting and just starting. And I think it's interesting when you start to you know, bring in this inspiration of content from your own life, you can relate it back to so many different things in business. And, and I'm sure you've found the same, your own experiences and how it relates back to your coaching or why you do what you do. So I guess moving forward, you had this blog and then you built this business. And how is this, I guess, not only blog, but level of confidence that you've been able to build helped with your business? Good question. So I think the confidence has helped because I think a lot of it in the early stage, and I'm sure that you've been there as well, is you kind of feel like you're talking to no one or you might not be getting anywhere and you're not sure what's happening. But when you're in that like self-confidence space where you know that this is where you want to be and this is what feels really good and this is getting somewhere and this is the clients or the audience you want to talk to, it is that like kick and that motivation to keep going. So you're like putting it out there and you're like, okay, even if I don't get a response to this piece of content or this story, like it's out there, it feels good. I feel good about it. It's moving in the right direction. Let's keep going. 
and then that will start to snowball and you're like oh this person's responded and I actually don't know who that is you know it's not my mom it's not my best friend and then other people come along and it keeps you in that really lovely space of also knowing where you're going so a lot of the time when I'm working with clients and they're in that like kind of lost space that not really confident space we do a lot of visualization of like future them and like what is she saying what is she doing like how is she cheering on the person that you are now and you're like actually from that confidence space where I'm going to like launch this thing share this story show up live whatever it is if you know that you are pushing towards that future self and it's in the right direction it will create that lovely like positive feedback loop where you will just keep going mm, I love that and I think you know those posts that don't get like as many likes as you'd like or comments or, you know, all that vanity stuff doesn't mean people aren't seeing it. And I think we get so caught up in this level of successful content is led to, you know, comments and and people engaging, but it's there. You've put it out there. It's another reason why people can go to your website and read your blog. It's another reason why people couldn't follow you. Every piece of content you create and you feel good about and you think is actually making a difference and not just posting for the, you know, the sake of posting is getting you one step further. And I love that you said that because when you feel good about and have the confidence in what you're generating, you know, that, that level of energy comes out in your content and people will be drawn to it as well. So I really, I really love that you said that. So I guess when you have had moments where maybe blogs haven't gone as well as you'd hoped or, you know, you feel there's weeks where you're all like, feel like, oh, I just feel like I'm not getting anywhere on Instagram and all the posts that I post just, you know, and that can obviously dampen your confidence. What are some of the things I guess you've done in the past to help you go, no, I need to keep pushing with this because there's always weeks we don't feel energetically. Like I still feel some weeks I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. The stats aren't as high or, you know, it's hard not to get into that, I guess, mindset. But what are some things that you've done in the past to help this? So I think the first one is to have some way of really clearly going back to that space where you did feel really good. So I always say to people, and it's funny that I have this conversation with friends a lot and someone recently was like, you should actually tell people about this. So I did blog about it, was having like a happy album on your phone So every time you're in a moment where you're like, I feel really good, I feel really confident, I feel really energized, like capture that and put it in the one place you can go back to. So like a beautiful message someone sent you, someone's response to your Instagram story, just a scene where you're sitting somewhere just feeling really good about life, lovely messages people are sending, like quote you've seen somewhere, just like screenshot, 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 a comment someone's put on your post and go back to that. So as you're like, oh yeah. Like there are lots of these things happening and that really helps. But I also think sometimes it's sharing those moments actually connects you with people so much more because Mm. everyone's on that up and down, especially this year on that like Corona coaster of, you know, it's not, it's not constant. And actually one of the things that got the most engagement from me on Insta was when I wasn't on there for a few days, um, so my Nana passed away just before Christmas last year and it would have been her birthday in October. So I had a few days of just not wanting to show up and talk to anyone. So when I went back on stories, I was like, hey everyone, how are you? Just to let you know, had a tough, tough couple of days. This was why. And mm. that's like my most responded to story ever because people were like, oh, like grandparents are the most special people in her life and this happened to me and this is my story with my grandma. And I was like, oh, like I just, I was just talking, like I was no intention behind it. I was just having a little life update. 
And I was like, okay, so those low moments, everyone has them. Don't be ashamed of them. But also I would say if it is a, if it's a particular piece of content isn't doing well, I would go back to like why you wrote it in the first place. So some of mine haven't done that well, maybe when I have posted them and I've been like, oh, that's a shame. And some of them I'm like, you know what? Like I loved it. It felt really good. It felt really intuitive. It's out there for the right reason. And then some of them, I was like, I feel like I was trying to prove a point or someone said that I should write this and that's mm. not the place to create from. That's, that's not great for anyone. So that's why it didn't do well. But sometimes as well, like there was a post, which is reasonably old now. When I was going through analytics, I was like, this has been shared like 29 times, which is more than it's been liked. But that didn't happen like the week that I posted it. Mm. So I was like, okay, so people have enjoyed this. And maybe for some reason, they're not directly interacting with it, but they know someone that it will help. Mm. And that's still really valuable. And Mm -hmm. so it might sit there for a while and then people will be like, oh, this is brilliant. So don't live in that moment, especially if you're like, oh, it's been out there for 12 hours. It's not a very long time. (laughs) No. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, I did a classy example of this. I did a, like an Instagram reels um, podcast and, and blog with a guide. And I, I just got on it quickly when Instagram reels started. And I mean, it, it did okay. And I was like, oh, you know, I thought because it's fresh. It would... Now it's like on page one of Google, <laughs> I get consistent like views to my site from it. It is nuts. And I was like, hmm, okay, that's the power of it. So you know, and especially like shares are way more valuable than likes and everything anyway. So, you know, it, it, they were great reminders. I loved the one of the phone. I think that is so valuable, even like having it there for when you don't feel great about the, especially when it comes to this level of like, you know, if you save a post that did really well on Instagram or something like that, you know, if if it's going to help boost that ego up a little bit, like, you know, it's, it's a really good thing to do just to, I guess, put yourself in that mindset of what I do is important and it is valuable because there are going to be weeks where you feel like it's not, like it's just reality. It's just how we're built. Exactly. And I think it's also, you have to remember, and I know that I've seen this quote around a lot recently, is there are people out there engaging with your content and being inspired, but who aren't telling you that. Mm-hmm. So I got a message, I think it was yesterday on Instagram um, to be like, I love, I can't remember what it was I posted. And then they said, and I'm loving all of this um, client feedback you're getting and I'm so proud of you and this is brilliant and I've loved all of these things. And I was like, okay. So at the time, I wasn't aware of this, Mm -hmm. but it was having that impact and it was building something. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to remember, and I'm sure that we all do as well. Sometimes we see a piece of content that we stop and we think about and we enjoy. You don't always comment. You don't always save it. You don't always like, you know, engage with the person that put it out there, but it stays in your mind. Yeah. And that happens so much. And how many times do you think you've followed someone like listen to their podcast or whatever, and then you haven't actually engaged, you might not even followed them on Instagram just because you just like them on that platform. And I think, you know, this happens all the time and you might, and I said this in my last podcast episode as well. I listened to Ruby Lee for 12 months before I invested in her and even engaged in her, like, you know, message or whatever. And I was like, when she used to say that on her podcast, like, oh, this happens to me all the time. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that must be nice. But now <laughs> it's starting to happen to me because you've got to be in, like, it's, you've got to be consistent for a certain amount of time before people start to notice you. We did have nine touch points. It's now 18. So it's like 18 pieces of content people need to consume of yours before they go, oh, I might actually, like, work with this person or 
engage in, you know, their actual content, like liking, sharing, commenting. So, you know, those sorts of things, I guess, shouldn't dampen your confidence because you just, if you continue to create, you just have no idea what's going to show up. And you're a perfect example of that with your blog. You know, if you just start creating, you build a business out of it. Like, you know, it's just, I love that sort of um, that story and that journey that you took, although you knew, you knew you wanted to have some form of business and you knew you wanted to help people, but you just started creating because you didn't know what that looked like yet. And then you built it from there. So that's incredible. Um, so I just, it's such an inspiring journey. Um, so I guess now moving forward for people listening, what advice would you give someone who's, I guess, looking to create more content, but might not have that confidence to begin with and might not have that courage to show up uh, right now, but you know, maybe is looking in towards the direction of doing something. So I would say that future you work is really important to know, like in general, where you're going. And I would also say like, just start with something. And a conversation I have a lot with people is, oh, I'm not 100% sure of my branding or I don't know exactly what my messaging is or like exactly the hashtags to use or I don't have professional pictures. And I'm like, okay, none of that is actually what's important at all. And also for me, I really love when I've been following engaging with someone and I can see that journey that they've been on and the changes and then feeling more like themselves. And like I have been... I'm trying to think when I wrote that first blog post, I think it was June of this year. So like what, five months ago now. And since then I've rewritten the intro and the branding and the call to action button on that blog, I think four times because I've been like, actually like this is my niche and I've kind of honed in on that. So let me just change that up. And that pink color I was with is now kind of a purple color. So let's just put that in. Like I've changed the font that I use. So let's just change that. No one is judging. No one is unfollowing you for that. People are like, oh, that's great. She's realizing who she is and she's evolving and watching that story. And it's one of my favorite things to do when I find someone's content I love is I like scroll back as far as I can. I listen to their very first podcast episode and I'm like, oh, look at all that change you've done and that journey you've been on. And nobody, nobody, and if they are, it's probably not someone you want to be engaging with anyway, is going to be like, Hmm. So she's gone from this pink background from her quote tiles to purple. And I'm just, I'm not going to like that anymore. Like that's yeah. not what it's about. And people won't even notice. No. And it can be such a beautiful, you know, transition. And I mean, I've changed my branding now four or five times. Um, it's still saying consistent colors and it's still content queen logo and it, it's all those things, but you evolve and you change and you grow and but even if you think like what you wore five years ago is not what you're going to wear now, it's, you know, it's very similar. And I think, you know, it's one of those things, it's an excuse if you're thinking, I don't have the branding, I don't have the photos. Like you can do your own branding photos. I have only ever got one branding shoot and you're, you know, you just got one yesterday. It works as long as you've got images and you can take pictures of yourself. Like I think all of those little things are just reasons why not to do it. And they're almost like those excuses because there's fear underlying that so I think you know you calling it out is is great because it's just one of those things if you don't start you never will and my brother said to me the other day I was like I'll do it tomorrow he's like there is no tomorrow and And I think it's also like if you're in a really good space where you want to share something like in that moment go and share it Mm -hmm. my most um engage with like thing ever online is a picture of um my partner and I 
which slightly I'm like, oh, none of my solo stuff, you want to hear about me and him? But anyway, um, it's a picture of the two of us, which is like a black and white phone image. And it's got one line, which happens to be a Harry Potter quote, obviously, and one hashtag. But because in that moment, I was so happy and these things were happening mm-hmm. and I put out there that energy and everyone loved it. So like, if, yeah. if you're feeling that way, just tell people about it. Exactly. I love that. And you know, it's funny, people are super nosy. That's why they always like that. Ooh, <laughs> relationships. Like the day I get a boyfriend, oh my God, my social media is going to go nuts. Because <laughs> I've been, I'm like, I don't think my brand is relationship though. So that'll, <laughs> that'll be interesting. But I think, yeah. And, and it's just one of those things when you do feel really inspired and that like on your stories, how many times you've been like in such a good mood and you get on stories and you just create, and everyone's just like laughing or loving it. And I think that's how I started creating more reels and more, you know, dancing and stuff. Cause I just mm. was like super energized. It's like, Oh, I'm just going to dance and create a reel. And then you build this ripple effect of people, you know, bouncing off that energy. And I just love that, that piece of advice because I think a lot of people, when they are in that good mood, they're like, oh, but it's not part of the strategy. And, so, and I was like, you know what? Like, you know how much I love strategy, but if you are in that moment where you feel so energized and you have so much inspiration, honor that and use that because sometimes it doesn't always come. And, you know, you've, you've almost got to just really harness it when you get it. So amazing advice for everyone. And I think, like I said, your journey is just so inspiring you know, two redundancies and look what you've been able to create. So that is just amazing. And I just love that, you know, you put yourself in that vulnerable position to share your journey and, and, you know, push all of ego aside or, you know, what people think and you just created and look what it's done for so many people. So thank you so much for joining the show. I've loved chatting. Can you please tell everyone how they can find you? Of course. Thank you for having me. I love this. I also feel like we could be chatting for hours. I know. (laughs) So um, I'm at Courage and Career Coach on Instagram and on Pinterest, and you can visit courageandcareercoach.com. Amazing, amazing. So everyone, go check out Vari's content. Um, she's just incredible and is just sharing so much joy to everyone and all of her followers. So thank you again so much for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me. How amazing was that? And like I said, I just really loved that Vari just started this blog. And how funny was it what she said about her and her partner talking about starting this blog? And he said, one day you're going to talk about this story whilst on a podcast. So I love that. I love that she made sure she mentioned that too. And I think it's just one of these things, you know, I first started a blog, which was a um, a traveler's antics. It was a travel blog. I would do it weekly. And then I formed my podcast, which was how to solve a problem like Mariah. And I wanted to monetize this in some way, shape or form. And I didn't really know what that looked like, but really what I was doing was building this personal brand to gain the confidence I needed to start the business that I have now. And I think one day I'll always go back and build more of a personal brand and probably blog in different ways. I'm just, I mean, I'm trying to, I guess, strategically place my energy so that I'm not, I I still feel like content queen is still such a baby that it doesn't, I, I don't have that energy level to do both. And I don't want content queen to suffer from my lack of energy going elsewhere. Like in terms of a personal brand and, and building up on this confidence through your content, really it's that catch 22, you know, you need the confidence to create content, but to create content, to create confidence, you need to create the content. So I think it's just which one am I going to get to first? And I think it's the creating the content to build the confidence. It's going to work out better in the long term. And what you create on day one compared to what you create on day 51, is just going to be so different. 
and you're going to see the shifts and that's okay. And like Vari said, she loves listening to podcasts and seeing people's episode one and, and how they form. Like, go back and listen to my episode one. I can't even remember what it was. Probably if I listen back, I'd hate it. But, you know, like it's just one of those things you're not going to have it perfect before, you you know, from the minute you start. And if you're looking for that, you're never going to start. So anyway, I, I really loved this chat with Vari. And I think, you know, for me, especially – with helping entrepreneurs create content, it's really about knowing that this confidence is going to continue to grow and your knowledge for your business, your knowledge for business, your knowledge for marketing, content creation, social media platforms is always going to grow and develop because you're going to be in the thick of it. You're going to learn it and you're going to continue to grow with it. And I think you know, sometimes we compare ourselves all the time to other people doing great content. And, you know, there are going to be days you don't feel good about the content you create. And there's going to be days where you feel incredible, but that's just mood. That's just energy. That's, you know, and it's using the tips that Vari suggested that are going to help you when you are in those low moments to remember that what you are doing is bigger than you. And it's, it's of importance. I think, you know, that's a really key to take away from this episode. So Hope you really enjoyed that Um, and Vari is so refreshing and and just so gorgeous and such a beautiful soul. Um, So make sure you, you check out what she has on offer. But, you know, as I say, be a content queen or king and remember that developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by tagging it on You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at contentqueen underscore Mariah or by simply telling them about it. If you rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, it will really help me get this show out there and share my message. Remember all the links that you need are below in the show notes, so make sure you check those out and follow me on Instagram or connect with me on LinkedIn. And of course, always message me. My DMs are open to let me know whatever what you think of the show uh, what you want to see more of or what topics you want me to talk about in the future hope you have the most incredible week and i'll talk to you soon bye